Hey, what's up everybody? This is Austin Haynes with the Waking Justice Project and this is your daily wake-up call. Here's what the corporatocracy is up to today, December 23rd, 2019. This is our Monday Roundup edition in case you missed any news last week. You can visit our website at wakingjustice.org for more details. Here are the headlines. So in the fight for global justice, what's the most important work we can do every day? Well, at the very least, it seems like we should all be doing our part to wake folks up to the lies of the corporatocracy, right? So what does that activism look like? Well, we think the best place to start is by sharing the work of independent journalists in your social networks each day. Indie journos are the activist journalists who commit their entire careers to speaking truth to power. These are the very folks who understand that the U.S. is no longer a representative democracy, but a corporate plutocracy. And as you'll see in the podcast today, indie journals remind us that this corporatocracy is run by a pack of lying sociopaths who fear no depth of deceit so long as it keeps us distracted and divided against each other, while they continue their endless plunder for power and profit. Here's a perfect example of just what we mean. So everyone knows by now that the Democratic Congress voted to impeach President Trump last week. As Indie Journal Crystal Ball said last Friday, the Democrats seized on the weakest and dumbest argument they could possibly make against Trump. Crystal knows that the Democrats and Republicans are just the right and left wings of the U.S. corporatocracy. She gets it that Trump's impeachment is just the latest political theater by this two-party duopoly. It's how they keep us divided and distracted from the fact that they're intentionally doing nothing to address the issues that the people actually care about. This campaign of distraction actually started day one after Hillary Clinton lost to Trump in 2016. It all started with Russiagate, remember? Hillary and the corporate Democrats said that they had evidence that Trump had colluded with the Russians to sway the election. Hillary claimed it was the Russians who released all her emails that proved how Hillary, the DNC, and the corporate media conspired to cheat Bernie Sanders in the 2016 Democratic primary. So after the election, to distract from their own corruption, the Democrats appointed special counsel Robert Mueller to investigate Trump and Russia. Mueller then appointed the FBI to research the evidence. The director of the FBI, James Comey, led the research. And for the next two years, pretty much all we heard from corporate news outlets like MSNBC and CNN was their ongoing speculation about the ongoing investigation. It seemed endless until finally in March of 2019, Robert Mueller presented his final report on the Russiagate conspiracy. And as we all learned, Mueller's report revealed that there was no real evidence of any collusion between Trump and the Russians. Of course, Mueller and Comey didn't rule out the possibility of collusion either. They know how to play the game. And so both sides of the duopoly, the Democrats and Republicans, could claim that their side had won. And so everyone remains divided and distracted and all completely evading the fact that another two years had gone by with nothing being done to tackle the urgent problems we now face. But this campaign of distraction didn't end there. 
because one thing that was revealed during the Mueller investigation was that back during the 2016 election, President Obama had approved wiretapping the Trump campaign during the actual campaign. You can't make this shit up, y'all. And it's worth mentioning some key events during that election time frame. Remember, it was March of 2016 when WikiLeaks released over 50,000 emails from Hillary's private email server. That was the set of emails that, among other things, confirmed Hillary's armed deals for donors scheme. It was a covert fundraising scheme that was exposed the year before by indie journal David Sirota, where Hillary, as Secretary of State under Obama, approved billions in weapons sales to other countries in exchange for millions in private donations to her foundation. Then, in July of 2016, WikiLeaks released another set of emails that exposed two more stunning revelations about Hillary. First, that the Hillary campaign had worked in collusion with the DNC and the corporate media to rig the Democratic primary against Bernie Sanders. Plus, all along the way, the Hillary campaign was working in collusion with the corporate news media to promote Donald Trump over all the other Republican candidates to help Trump win his primary. The leaks revealed that the Hillary campaign believed that Trump would be the easiest Republican to beat in the general election. So when this second set of emails were released by WikiLeaks in July, Hillary Clinton's corrupt campaign tanked. Many Democrats, especially Bernie Sanders supporters, vowed to never vote for Hillary. And of course, Republicans were equally infuriated. It was at that point in July 2016 that President Obama directed the FBI to wiretap the Trump campaign. So when all this came out during the Mueller investigation, a new investigation was launched by the Department of Justice to look into how and why the FBI was approved to wiretap the Trump campaign. Inspector General Michael Horowitz of the DOJ led the investigation, and just last week, Horowitz presented his final report to Congress. Of course, the corporate news outlets all downplayed the report. For example, the New York Times, which was implicated in the original leaks to be in collusion with the Hillary campaign, in its coverage of the Horowitz report last week, the Times repeatedly stated, exactly eight times in a single article, that the Horowitz investigation did not find any evidence that the FBI's wiretapping of the Trump campaign was part of, quote, a political conspiracy against Donald Trump. But as indie journals Aaron Mate and Matt Taibbi have explained, the corporate news outlets have carefully avoided a key revelation in the Horowitz report. That in fact, the Horowitz report confirms that the FBI knew the DNC's evidence on Trump and Russia had been fabricated by the DNC, but the FBI used it anyway to continue wiretapping the Trump campaign. So what does this all mean? We're actually gonna leave that question with you today and ask you to please tune in again tomorrow when we'll explain some hidden truths about those investigations and some hard lessons they reveal for all of us in the fight for global justice. Thanks for tuning in today, y'all. We hope you enjoyed the podcast. If you like, you can go to our website at wakingjustice.org and sign up to get your free daily wake-up call delivered right to your inbox each day. Just fill out the quick form at the top right of our homepage, and each morning by 4.20 a.m., we'll email you a link and quick description of the podcast for the day. 
And if you want to learn more about how all of us in the work of global justice can join together in strategic boycott and finally force this corporatocracy to the people's bargaining table, to end all this injustice and corruption, and to help save our planet, please check out our About page and listen to our first podcast. And for more info about how you can get involved, you can email us at info at wakingjustice.org. We'd love to hear from you. But we're running out of time, y'all. So join us. Peace. You must be involved in the struggle for freedom and justice. Justice is rising and it ain't just us, it's all of us. If it's